We have a disaster called the big lie, Obamacare. What happens to those 20 million people who have health insurance? I believe, many people in my own state believe, that health care is a right, R-I-G-H-T, regardless of income. One of the traditional methods of imposing statism or socialism on a people has been by way of medicine. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290, KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290, KOIL mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, self-funded plan administrators, and caring for people services. This program is produced by E.D. Bellis and available worldwide on iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. They finally did it. They unveiled their replacement plan. GOP members, without a leak, releasing their ACA replacement plan. And we are going to have plenty of coverage of that on this week. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope you're doing well. 402-342-1290 is the number if you want to jump in. But you better be quick because we've got a ton to talk about this week. Top story of the week is the American America's Healthcare Act, AHCA, uh, and a law to amend the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, which is the focus of this show, America's Healthcare Challenge, been on the air for about five years, telling you uh, about in real time about all of the changes to the law. And there has been a lot of impact uh, all across the board, whether it's insurance policies changing and people being priced out of the market. I think there's many people that would say that the Affordable Care Act simply is not working. And so the question that we're going to take a look at this week on the show is, is this the answer to fixing the failed Affordable Care Act? And I think at some point we need to establish that the the law has has some, some serious problems. And I think many people will ha- will say that. Alan Hager, who's joining us here this week uh, on America's Healthcare Challenge with, with his thoughts. And we're also going to hear from Jesse Schoolnick, host of the famous podcast, Grab Them by the Pod, uh, who is also a Senate colleague of mine, host of his own podcast, and also a lobbyist weighing in on some of the industry fallback and strategy that they'll be doing. But, Alan, uh, I've been busy this week, to to say the least, as somebody that's uh, job is to keep up with all of these things. Man, there's a a lot going on, and and it was interesting to see a 2,000-page bill replaced with wasn't nearly that many. I think it was, what, a... 60 to 100 pages. Yeah, it was like uh, 60, 67 pages, I believe. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it's been a lot of things going, a lot of information flowing, and uh, a lot of things going on right now, how, how this is uh, going to take shape over the next three to five weeks. Right, right. And uh, But uh, one of the things that it did get was a universal uh, panic or universal panning i guess i would say a lot of people panned it including members of of the the republican party let's take a moment and listen to senator Rand paul from kentucky who's a a physician but he has been one of the people that's been chiming in on this fresh off of his uh, adventure last week trying to find a copy uh, of the bill i don't know if you uh, follow him on twitter but that was uh, pretty interesting seeing all those pictures of him uh, on his scavenger hunt let's listen to him on uh on the ACA and its replacement, the AHCA. 
But House Republicans say the premiums are going to spike even more once you repeal it altogether. Well, that's why you replace it. And what you replace it with are market reforms. Okay. We get rid of the mandates, which I think Paul Ryan would agree with. You expand health savings accounts, and then you expand health care associations. These associations sure. are like co-ops or buying pools. All great and ideas, but House Republicans also tell me that you can't get to 60 votes with that. So it's well, not going to go anywhere. You know, I can't be blamed if somebody won't vote for something. It's, still, it's not a bad idea. If but how do you bring Democrats in, is their point, well, to get to 60 votes? Well, we have to convince people that it's a good idea, and we bring it forward. But the problem is, is they've brought forward things that are very controversial and that conservatives don't like. Conservatives hate their bill. I promise you, Obamacare light, dead on arrival. They might as well just start over. You're hearing okay. other voices. I'm not the only voice saying this. And so what they should do is clean it up, get rid of the Obamacare light stuff, get rid sure. of the taxes, the subsidies, the mandates, the bailouts. I've pushed you and on just do repeal. What they so that was uh, him uh, calling it Obamacare light. Reminds me of a beer commercial, the Keystone Light commercials. Alan, do you remember? those and uh my column this week that you can check right. out if you're listening is obamacare light leaves bitter taste after after re first reading right and, and it did oh it, a lot of people yeah including mine what do you think well um let me tell you what i think about this because i've been waiting <laughs> all week foaming at the mouth oh to, yeah because uh, i honestly think and i'm gonna go one step uh uh, Representative Thomas Massey out of Kentucky called it called it what it exactly is, in my opinion, a pile of garbage uh, with Obamacare light. Uh, it doesn't actually repeal it. It keeps intact the majority of 24 regulations and maintains the Obamacare framework. The individual mandates are repealed, but pre-existing conditions stay intact. And insurance companies must cover high-risk pre-existing conditions with no way to pay for it because they eliminate all the taxes. Uh all the young, healthy adults can now get now opt out. It keeps the Cadillac tax in place, which we've talked about extensively on the show through 2025. They just kick the can down to 2020. Kick the Keystone Light, the Obamacare Light. Can. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it expands Medicaid. It's a watered down version that does little to expand health savings accounts. It allows insurance companies to assess a 30% penalty uh, on. This, this is something we're going to get into in, later in the show yeah. because this is a big issue. It's, it's, it's still a penalty. It's just a different type of doing well, and, the penalty. Well, and instead of it going to the IRS, it goes to the insurance company. Uh, it's <laughs> been dubbed Medicare for everyone under 65. Uh, like Obama Medicaid expansion, the per capita block grants in this bill encourage states to fill up their Medicaid roles. By doing this, states are given a greater share of Medicaid dollars. So Medicaid expansion is still there. This does nothing for free market economic reforms. Again, I don't think through any of this we're going to see a cut in the cost. I don't. The CBO hasn't even scored this bill. Well, and that's and this is where and we don't even know what the cost yeah, is going to be. And, and we're gonna we'll get into that as well in the next segment because I think that this is the um, you know the um, the referee referees haven't even gotten involved in this game yet. right and that. And that's when it, well, let's go through quickly here so, some of the major things uh, comparing the two uh, insurance mandates, individual mandate and employer mandate um, uh, under the ACA that that exists under the new one. Uh, no individual or employer mandate. However, employers still have to report coincidentally, which is arguably more of a burden than the mandate itself. 
and insurers can oppose this 30% surcharge on consumers for lapse in coverage. Right. And well, and on the insurance companies, it's interesting that you bring up insurance companies because under Obamacare, they had a $500,000 tax deduction on a CEO salary. And now under the AHCA, they can deduct 100% of the CEO's salary package, not just his base salary, but everything, including stock options, his own health care insurance uh, retirement package, the whole nine yards. Maybe that's why they're, they're saying that some of these reforms are, are stabilizing the market. The insurers haven't really come out against this yet. Have the, the, we no. see the AMA and the ACP, and so the physicians and some of the providers have, have come out against this. Well, because they, they didn't write the bill. The yeah. bill looked like it's been written by the insurance lobby. We've got Medicaid, which is a whole whole nother can of worms. We'll, we'll spend the fourth segment looking at this Medicaid thing. And you brought up a good point. Somebody uh, brought up a Walking Dead reference in that states are going to be incentivized, like you said, to even keep people on Medicaid after they die because they're going to continue to get those federal funds. Right. And at some point, we're just going to have to have a, a, an honest conversation about how somewhat wrong all of this is just moving money around from one place to the other without really solving any problems well yeah and here's here's one other thing that under the ahca medicaid would no longer have to cover basic mental health and addiction services in medicaid expansion states as of 2020 that's a huge one because mm-hmm. that takes out all 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 treatment all addiction treatment which you know, we have a lot of opioid treat, uh, addiction in a lot of states, including Nebraska. And Medicaid covers a lot of that. Well, under this legislation, that goes away. Yep. And that's something that's uh, an epidemic in, in in its own right. And then we have, you mentioned uh, health savings accounts. They increase the um, amount that individuals can can put into there, which I think is a good thing. Uh, the, the ACA limited... Uh, those contributions, but I, I don't think a health savings account is the answer to our health care problems, despite what uh, some of these uh, these people in Washington have to say. Well, and again, how does the sick, the sickest of the sick and the poor, you know, and those who are low income, you know, what are we going to do? You know, I mean, how do we how do we provide them with health savings accounts? I mean, I think that, you know, we talk about tax credits and yet again, we're talking about something that uh, is a loophole in the tax code and we're not getting to the real reforms that we need to not only subsidize or take care of health care, but also from a tax reform perspective, our tax policy is growing by leaps and bounds. And here we have another probably hundred pages of tax code that's gonna change. Let me jump in here real quick, Sean. I want to ask you about that health savings account comment you just made. And Alan, basically your your response to that from what I'm from what I'm hearing is that well how are we going to take care of like poor people that don't have you know accounts and stuff like? What about for what about for the majority of people that do that that can that does the health savings account not work for a lot of people in that in that in the in the argument that it that it puts the power back into the consumer like like something uh, uh, Speaker Ryan was saying is that when you put the power of of the dollar back in the in the hands of the consumer. And give them the opportunity because this is something we've talked about on the show over the weeks, and that right. is that this isn't a coverage problem. This is a co- we have a cost problem, not a coverage problem. Does does the health savings account is there no um, is there no justification in that argument 
that the health savings account does put the power of the consumer into the equation and give them a chance to try to fight down some of these skyrocketing costs? That's my question. Well, it does to, to, to some extent, but a, what Alan's talking about is people that can't even afford to save in their own savings account. How are they going to be able to put money away in a, right. in a health well, savings account? Unless they're, they they really make sense if the employer actually contributes to the health savings account because then that goes towards covering you know the deductible costs and so on and so forth. Yes, absolutely, we've got to get consumers more in, engaged in the equation, but I don't know that HSAs are, are the way to do it. Technology, I think, is the way to do it. Yeah, and Matt, I, I, I don't disagree Okay, with your the premise of your question about health savings accounts, but I would also say that when you have an $8,000 $8, deductible and you're paying or you're living paycheck to paycheck, and you're putting a little bit of money back, say $2,000, and you have a major illness, and all of a sudden you get a bill for $8,000, that HSA doesn't help you. And so I, I guess that's what Rand Paul is getting at, is we don't see that HSAs in its own nutshell is the end-all, be-all to solve all the issues. Right. And so... Uh, we're going to get into the other issue, which is going to be the Congressional Budget Office and how much uh, some of these tax, uh, re re um, I guess they're repealing some of these taxes. How, how is that going to impact the overall cost of the law? How is that going to also impact the potential for tax reform, which is another issue on the agenda? And then after that, uh, we're going to have Jesse Skolnick uh, joining us, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about some of the things that the industries might be doing, such as the powerful lobbyists who own uh, the members of Congress. Uh, Action-packed episode of America's Healthcare Challenge online, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. And at the end of the show, we'll read you some of the comments from there. They're pretty entertaining. Go check them out right now. We'll be right back conference he left out that he keeps the obamacare taxes for a year then he keeps the cadillac tax forever he keeps the obamacare subsidies but renames them you know tax credits he keeps the individual mandate <laughs> You've seen the movie Father of the Bride. When it comes to weddings, there's enough to worry about. Consider the Omaha Press Club as the venue for your baby's big day. With memberships as low as $15 per month, rentals are free for members. And we have an executive chef who will design the perfect menu for you. Click omahapressclub.com and our event coordinator and wedding planner will contact you for a zero obligation consultation. That's omahapressclub.com. The Omaha Press Club, where you belong. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. 
Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286. Healing Tree is Omaha's premier counseling agency providing individual, couples, and family therapy. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed at work, depressed, or angry. Bill, Laura, and their team are there to help. All of the therapists at Healing Tree are professional and understand your situation. They accept most insurance and they're confidential. Located in Omaha's historic old market, their office is one of a kind and a great way to escape the stress of everyday life. Check HealingTreeOmaha.com to learn more. That's HealingTreeOmaha.com. Caring for People Services is a company who's compassionate about helping others. Um, we really want to make sure that everybody has a fulfilling life, no matter what stage of their life they're in. We have a really dedicated staff of caregivers. They go into people's homes and they provide all kinds of services, as basic as companionship, somebody who just needs a little bit of extra love and care. So they go into the homes and just depending on what that client needs, they're gonna make sure that they attend to those needs. We just really believe in the value of providing non-medical services to people in their homes. It gives people the independence and the confidence to live the way that they choose to live their life. If you or a loved one needs help, call Caring for People Services today at 402-334-6900 or visit us at caringforpeopleservices.com. earned capital in the campaign, political capital, and now I intend to spend it. And now I intend to spend it. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire on News Talk 1290. Join the conversation on Facebook at hashtag America's Healthcare Challenge or like our page at facebook.com backslash America's Healthcare Challenge. Hey, welcome back to the program. Going through the weeds of the uh, AHCA this week with reaction, analysis, and a little bit of humor every now and then. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with me, Sean McGuire. Check out Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Our SoundCloud page, uh, Ed Bellis, uh, is the uh, name, and they are the organization that produces this show and also uh, has all over 700 segments if you like uh, would like to see the archives of this program but we're joining us now uh, along with Alan Hager is Jesse Schoolnick Senate colleague of mine and a host of grab them by the pod available on iTunes and YouTube and all of the uh, good places uh, Jesse welcome to the show yeah We've got to add good friend along with that. Well, that is true. It's been a while <laughs> since we've seen each other. I think it was in Iowa it was the last time. How are you doing today? Can you tell the audience a little I'm bit more a, about your background? Yeah, definitely. I'm doing fantastic. I'm really glad to be on the show today. Uh, you mentioned we were a former college. I worked in the House for a little bit as an intern, uh, and then I worked in the Senate for the Finance Committee along with Sean. Um, I think we got, got along immediately, which is what I think helped them hire me. Which, thank you very much for that. Um, I was there for, I want to say about a year and a half, and I figured I'd go, go where the, uh, the money is down on K Street. 
uh, ended up working for a lobbying firm for about four years or so. Uh, um, I, I was there during the, the fun uh, economic crisis. So, uh, you know, while, while there, you're just hoping uh, you're not getting laid off and everything. But they, they kept me around. They must have seen that I was worth something. Uh, but then I ended up working uh, at a nonprofit, the uh, Society of Nuclear Medicine and Molecular Imaging, for about four years, which was phenomenal because uh, I lived in the burbs and uh, traffic in D.C. is horrible. So uh, I was happy there. But, you know, uh, I'm from Connecticut. I'm a New England boy at heart. And uh, when it comes down to planting roots, I wanted to move home. So I ended up getting a job with uh, one of the nation's largest insurance companies uh, where I work on regulatory issues right now. Oh, okay. So I'm sure you've had a lot to to keep up with on the regulatory side, uh, to say the least. There's a storm coming, and we see it in the distance, and I'm just waiting for it to hit. Yeah, exactly. So what you know, from your perspective, what do you think about uh, the latest draft and uh, your thoughts on how the industry will react, meaning lobbyists and nonprofits inside the Beltway? Well, from my own personal opinion, and I've heard you guys talk about it a little earlier on the show. I'm not a huge fan of this version. Um, you, you mentioned the AHA, the AMA, uh, ARP groups like that. They're, they're all against this. And yeah, you know, they have special interest groups, but they're also representing doctors, uh, nurses, tax hospitals, a lot of constituents that are in these districts or in these states, uh, and, and they're not happy. Then you have uh, groups like Heritage and Move On are, on, are both against it for obviously different reasons, but uh, it's kind of like dogs and cats living together when they're agreeing with things. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but but as, as my point of view, and again, it was mentioned earlier, like, you know, older, lower-income people are going to be getting less tax credits, and younger, higher-income people are going to be getting more. Uh, in my, my view, repeal and replace is not necessary. It's reform. Uh, Obamacare or the ACA, you know, to me, it's either uh, the, Ameri- it's either the uh, American Health Care Act and ACA or Obamacare and Trumpcare. I think you got to be fair on both sides. Um, but uh, the ACA uh, has its issues, and, and I've been a vocal uh, proponent against those things. My parents had had to get a more expensive uh, health care plan after it came out. But but I think just throw, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bath, bath water, and, and I'm afraid that's what might be happening. Uh, I mean, we saw the, the hearings that were happening last week. Uh, I, I watched a lot of the energy and commerce hearing, and to me it almost seemed like British Parliament been for a while, people yelling at each other and, and just going nuts. But uh, you know, that's we can go to that uh, a little later. But uh, I I, uh, I do what? enjoy that show, uh, House of Commons. Uh, Prime Minister's questions, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, what's the industry going to be thinking? I mean, for me, from from my background, the people I know, this is going to be business is good because in Washington D.C., at a very minimum, there are two sides of any any issue, and that's very rare. There's only two. I mean, the old saying goes, you can swing a cat by its tail in D.C. and hit a lobbyist. Uh, they're all over the place. I was one for, for many, many years. And, and you have the, the groups that are you know, going to be both for and against uh, the, the act, no matter what. And then you have uh, groups like the American Medical Association. And then you have subgroups, like the one I worked at, the Society of Nuclear Medicine. Um, and then you have the insurance companies like I work at now. You have groups like veterans groups, ARP. The list goes on and on. And all of those people have lobbyists, whether they're uh, in-house, or, or they, they go outside of that. And there's going to be money for all those people uh, going to Congress fighting for everybody's positions because there's a million different positions in, in D.C. Right. Uh, but yeah. to me, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, thanks uh, so much, Jesse, for being on the show. Um, so when you look at, you, you know, you, you said it earlier that you, you don't necessarily like this version. Would you say that the version that was proposed last 
session 2016 in 2016 is completely different than from this one? And would that be something that you would look at supporting if it were to come to that? I would definitely consider it. it. My main problem with all these bills and both sides are guilty in my case that bipartisan in bipartisanship in DC is a, is a dirty word these days. And I think whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans, I mean, the Republicans are in charge now, so the buck stops with them. But um, I think a lot of times they're more interested in getting it done now as opposed to getting it done correctly. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I try to play down the middle. I don't, I don't choose sides either way for the most part. But um, I think any option should be on the table. Let's just talk about it, not ram it through. Right, right. right. We've got uh, Derek on the line uh, with a, is Derek have a question there, Matt or Matt, does Derek have a question? Okay. Okay. We're going to take a timeout with Jesse. Uh, can you hang around for one more segment and then we'll uh, get to this call and uh, others at 402-342-1290. Does that work for you, Jesse? Sounds good to me. All right. We'll be right back here on America's healthcare challenge, facebook.com slash America's healthcare challenge. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit more into the Congressional Budget Office on what this might cost. We'll take your calls at 402-342-1290 and much more straight ahead right after this. Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience, event, or workouting is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. I can't take this anymore. My company just got a letter from the IRS about Obamacare, and I don't know what it means. It's so confusing with compliance, changes in health insurance, managing employees. It's, it's just too much. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis. Who? Sean McGuire. He created a company called E.D. Bellis to help people just like you. But it sounds expensive. It's a fraction of the penalties you might pay. The people at E.D. Bellis are always trying to find ways to save money and have services for companies of any size. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis at 402-884-9020. He'll find a way for your company to save thousands on health care and prescription drugs, as well as compliance costs. Your first consultation is free. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis, 402-884-9020. 402-884-9020. At E.D. Bellis. They'll help you solve the problem. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click Self-Funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. 
Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. This is America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. I just see a huge train wreck come down. On News Talk 1290. Join the conversation by calling 1-800-577-1290 or online at healthreformexplained.com. Once again, here's your host, Sean McGuire. The reason we're in a death spiral is we're telling people you can buy insurance after you get sick. So guess what? Yeah. People are waiting to buy until after but, they get sick. And that still happens after Paul so Ryan's last question. I don't have he doesn't. Lots happening in the wa- inside Washington with the health reform debate. Uh, well, you know, coming out of commercial, remember Max Baucus, who was uh, in charge of putting together the Affordable Care Act, uh, saying that he saw the implementation as a huge train wreck and we're joined by alan hager and jesse schoolnick uh jesse do you remember that moment when he uh when he said it was going to be a train wreck remember i still get a holiday card from max Baucus every year i, I know everything he says <laughs> he was a good he was actually a good guy and like you said last year uh bipartisanship is a dirty word now back when we were out there people were actually right. getting some things done uh, together, things have have since changed uh, out there. What do you guys think about the Congressional Budget Office? Because I've said this many times before, I don't think that this law is going to save any money. I think that this law or this bill is going to actually add to the deficit. Do you guys agree? Yes, I do believe that it's going to add to the deficit and the debt. Furthermore, I think if you're going to vote on a bill without a CBO score. I think that's just plain idiotic and foolish, in my opinion. They think they're going to have it to hear yeah. maybe next week. Jesse, what do you think? I agree. It's so funny when it comes to the CBO that you know it's great when it helps the politicians, and it's bad when it's going to come out with something they don't want to hear. Uh, you know, they're talking about it now, and you'll see Sean Spicer say, oh, you know, they're going to get it wrong anyways, which I don't think is probably the best approach. Yeah, and that's right. going to be a difficult... It just reminds me kind of the uh, chip, chip reauthorization exercise that they went through where uh, Republicans came out with their own program and it was just, I mean, immediately panned. It was just a much smaller version of this, and it didn't go anywhere in the United States Senate. Well, I remember when when we all three were out there, Medicare Part D. and That got both sides, that, it, right? Yeah, yeah, it got both sides, not to mention the CBO uh underestimated the cost and it was considerably more expensive than what uh the uh cbo and and other organizations first estimated it to be so uh i actually not only do i think it's foolish that we don't have a cbo score at this point i am actually very worried that this bill is actually going to cost more than what the estimates are going to be just like the, the it always does uh-huh. Every time, no oh, matter, yeah, no matter what. But I, I think it's going to potentially cost more, and it's not going to cover as many people, which I think is going to be a bitter pill to swallow. Uh, Jesse, any other thoughts? Well, if, if you can get this passed before a CBO uh, score comes out and get it done before Easter break, then when you get home, you know it doesn't matter if your constituents are yelling at you or not; it's already passed. 
No, that's that's true. Yep. That's true. But do you think that would actually happen, though? I think they want it to happen. I don't think it's necessarily going to with some of the problems coming up in the Senate. Right, right. Yeah, but I, I think yeah, it's probably going to be dead on arrival once they get to the U.S. Senate, and and then they're going to pretty much put together their own version, whether it's what Rand Paul was saying in some of his earlier clips. Um, I, I would just like to see something that's not more of the same. I'd like to just see some, some fresh ideas. And even when he talks, he says, I'm just taking different ideas that have been around there for a long time. And I just think that they need to to find some other thing that's different than what they're talking about right now. So, um, Alan, what uh, do you have any other questions for Jesse here? Um, you know, Jesse, when they talk about the death spiral, um, this is something that's, you know, when when we when we first passed Obamacare, there was a whole idea of of this coming down the pipeline. Um, what do you see in the future if the AHCA passes? in regards to the death spiral? Well, I will be honest with you. I'm not sure what the death spiral is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can answer that. I can answer that question. I think it's going to continue to go up because you're not getting the, enough young, healthy people into the program to, to, to sign up. I think the interesting other thing to also watch is this 30% increase on premiums for, for the penalty because I think a lot of people are going to be priced out, especially if costs well, Sean, continue to go up. When it comes to that thirty percent increase, I mean, isn't that in of itself sort of a mandate? Because you know, if you don't have it, you you run the risk of then paying a lot more later on. So you might as well just have it all the time and not worry about it. Yeah, it's the same in right. Medicare. They do the same thing in Medicare Part D, I believe. Yes, they do. There's a late penalty, and if you don't sign up mm-hmm. right away, right. So, it, for my opinion, it's going to be interesting to see if this act, if that mandate would actually withstand a court challenge. Right. Right. Hey, Jesse, where can they find uh, more information on you and your podcast? You know, just, just Google us, grab, uh, grab, grab them by the pod. Uh, we're on, as you mentioned, we're on iTunes, we're on YouTube, any Android platform. Uh, we're out there. All of us. We have a Facebook page, Twitter at grab by the pod. Uh, we have a lot of good, a lot of fun. Uh, we we definitely have a, an opinion, but we try not to be biased and uh, try to look at things uh, down the middle as much as possible. So uh, even if you disagree with us, we hope you might enjoy the show. Yeah, I think you will. I I really enjoy it, and I appreciate you stopping by to share your thoughts with what's going on inside the Beltway, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me. Right, thanks. I hope you come back again sometime. Uh, we're going to take a time out here, and then uh, Derek, stay right there. We're going to you first, and. To you, if you're out there driving and want to share your opinions, 402-342-1290 is the number, or 800-577-1290. We are unpacking the AHCA, the uh, GOP Obamacare replacement. A lot of people calling it Obamacare Lite, Ryan Care, um, Trump Trump Care. care. Uh, I don't care, care. I don't know. There's a a lot of uh, stuff out there, and we will uh, continue the conversation when we come back. This is the closest we will ever get to repealing and replacing Obamacare. The time is here. The time is now. This is the moment, and this is the closest this will ever happen. It really comes down to a binary choice. 
means when someone tells you you have a binary choice, yeah. they're telling you take it or leave it. The speaker needs did, to yeah. the speaker needs to like bring people into the room, conservatives, and needs to hear what we want. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to men in a truck, it's everything to move. Professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomenandatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Hi, I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded Edie Bellis to help your business make sure it doesn't get caught in a bureaucratic trap coming out of Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill working for the Senate Finance Committee when the Affordable Care Act, commonly referred to as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let Edie Bellis guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing rules and regulations that will affect your organization regardless of size. Our team has been specializing in the Affordable Care Act and consulting since it began. We offer custom consultations, seminars for you and your employees, and can help your company prepare these necessary IRS forms that leave a penalty of $500 for noncompliance. We also offer advice on employee benefits and can help you find the latest technology solutions to help automate your business. For more information, check out edbellisinc.com or give us a call at 402-884-9020. At edbellisinc.com, you can sign up for our exclusive newsletter to stay on top of the latest coming from Obamacare. Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286. Healing Tree is Omaha's premier counseling agency providing individual, couples, and family therapy. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed at work, depressed, or angry. Bill, Laura, and their team are there to help. All of the therapists at Healing Tree are professional and understand your situation. They accept most insurance and they're confidential. Located in Omaha's historic old market, their office is one of a kind and a great way to escape the stress of everyday life. Check HealingTreeOmaha.com to learn more. That's HealingTreeOmaha.com. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290 is produced by E.D. Bellis and presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, self-funded plan administrators, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, and Caring for People Services. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge, 402-342-1290. Twitter is the place to be if you want the latest information on this. Just follow the Edie Bellis Twitter, at America's Canary. And uh, we're joined with Alan Hager this week. Alan, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. That's great. Yeah, great great to have you here. We're getting a lot going on. Uh, We've got Derek, uh, who's been patient with us, uh, holding on the phone. Uh, Hey, Derek, welcome to the show. Thanks for the call. How you doing? I'm doing well. Can you guys hear me? You sure can. 
Awesome. So, you know, I, I apologize. I missed the first about 15 minutes of the show, so I might be repeating what you guys said, but I have a few points to say on this. Uh, first of all, let's call this bill what it is. I believe it's an insurance company bailout. And while we claim to be against bailouts, we claim to be against big business, it seems like time and time again, we constantly favor uh, and support bailouts. We did it, obviously, in 2008 with the banks, and now we're doing it with the insurance companies. If you look, at, yeah, you have the – I just think this is unprecedented. People aren't, uh, in, including our own elected officials here uh, locally, don't understand the gravity of allowing the government to force you to pay uh, essentially a tax to a business. That's the unification of government business. That's corporatism. Actually, it's fascism if you want to get down to it. Why can a company or, or a private insurance company through the, uh, the force – in the law, force the government and law mandate you to pay a 30% penalty if you ever have a lapse in coverage. Well, see, that's what bothers me a lot. Well, and that to me is crony capitalism. Oh, 100%. I did, but I don't even think people are fathoming how absolutely scary that is. Why are we going to allow the government? We're not even paying the tax to the government anymore, we're paying it to an insurance company. But I also want to get back to oh, well, we got to, you know, mandate pre existing conditions and we got to mandate. Uh, you know, you got to be on your parent. You can be on your parents' plan until you're 26. First of all, at what point are kids going to grow up? And I'm under 26. But at what point are we going to have to, you know, be forced to grow up, or are we just going to be dependent our entire lives? Number one. But secondly, if you're going to continually mandate all of these, you know, socialist policies, and I know everyone loves the pre-existing conditions clause, but you are still mandating a company cover something, and the insurance companies will not take a loss on that. It will be put on the, the backs of the taxpayers. And if you're going to have those, you know, uh, mandates, you cannot take a, uh, get rid of the individual mandate or you will not be able to fund this program. I know you guys touched on the, the CBO. I would love to see what this report is. I guarantee it's probably going to add astronomical amounts to the debt because you can't pay for this program. No, because, Absolutely can't pay for it. Well, and the, the only way the ACA didn't add to the deficit, well, which it actually ended up adding to the deficit, but they said that it wasn't going to because they had 19 different taxes in it. So they raise taxes right. on all these things, and these taxes are now going away. So, exactly, uh, do the math, folks. I mean, it's just it's not. It doesn't pretty. add up. Yeah, does not add up. And then, and then you have you know Republicans. They're supposed to be for small government, Medicaid, or you know against Medicaid expansion. However, in this bill, uh, up until 2020, <clears throat> states can play, basically go on an enrollment binge and roll whoever the heck they want. Get them flood the rolls. <clears throat> And after, uh, up till 2020, as long as they're registered before then, the federal government will pay for their Medicaid for the rest of their lives as long as they're on Medicaid. So you tell me that's not going to add to the deficit even more? Uh, but then you also go to the fact that, I mean, I even say the word Social Security as a politician, and all hell breaks loose because people think that, you know, that's taboo. You don't even mention Social Security. Well, what's going to happen when we create a whole new class of dependents because we allow – now, the, quote, middle class, households making up to $190,000 can get uh, government, can get subsidies, a.k.a. tax credits. It's the same thing. A.k.a. entitlements. Right. Uh, they're getting that uh, for, to, to buy health care. So you're creating, you're opening, instead of the, you know, the very poor being on government subsidized health care, you have now the entire middle class, which is basically your entire country. So good luck reforming this in the future, as they are saying that they will be able to do. They're not going to be able to do it. I agree with you 100%. Derek, thank you so much for the call and for uh, your, your patience in uh, jumping into the hot seat. We appreciate you listening and uh, your commentary.
Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. Thanks, you too. Yeah, definitely uh, on target, Derek, coming through in the clutch uh, with with a, a great assessment of what's going on out there. Well, yeah, I mean, he hit the nail right on the head talking about, you know, the individual uh, with pre-existing conditions. You know, when you mandate something like that, not government and business, businesses are never going to lose money in that regard because somebody's going to have to pay for it. and. It's either going to be the insurance companies or it's going to be the taxpayers, and I guarantee you it's not going to be the insurance companies. It's going to be the taxpayers, my friend. Yep. And so, uh, you know, he touched on, uh, you know, so many different things in that conversation in just a short period of time. Uh, You know, one thing that you don't talk about is uh, charity care and bad debt deduction for physicians. I mean, there is, you know... We, we need to look at this whole thing. We need to look at S222, which is Rand Paul's bill, because I think that that's the, that's the better way out of this mess, you know? And so I, I this is a philosophical argument with Republicans. You know, you have conservatives versus those in the Freedom Caucus versus those who say, well, this is the best we can get. Well, I'm sorry. We put, you know, in 2010, you said we need we, we needed the Senate or the House. We gave you the House. In 2012, we gave you the Senate. Now we gave you the White House. Now what? You know, and, and this is the best we can get. Are you kidding me? It's a lot harder to uh, go. It's a lot easier to be in the minority party. Let's oh, it is. <laughs> it really is. But um, it doesn't really help if you don't agree with what what what's happening and my question is to the democrats that are listening out there right now my friends um are you willing to come to the table and admit the fact that affordable care act is is troublesome and we're going to read a comment when we come back uh, on our facebook page uh, that uh is an example of how real people are are being impacted right they should come to the table too i want them to come to the table i'm a bipartisan kind of guy so to speak even though I might sound one-sided, I I think we need ideas from both sides of the aisle on this. This is not going to be one-size-fits-all government. It can't be. What works in California doesn't work in Nebraska, and what works in New York doesn't work in Texas, for crying out loud. Maybe we should go back to the old idea of, you know, states as incubators of ideas, you know, Make it a health make make healthcare a state solution a state based solution not a federal government one size fits all because yet again we're trying to box everything into one size box. Mm-hmm. And you 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 called an interesting article that caught my attention this week. Republican governors may determine the fate of an ACA repeal, and it's because of this Medicaid uh, question, which we're going to get into well uh, as well in our in our last segment. So let's take our final time out of the week, and when we come back. We will uh, look at these this Medicaid issue and what that could mean for state governments all across the country and what some of the other governors, such as John Kasich, Brian Sandoval, even Scott Walker, what are they saying about the Medicaid provisions? We'll, we will share that with you as well as some of the best comments from our Facebook page this week, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenges, where you can find us, and we'll be right back.
looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience, event, or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The health care system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for health care expenses in retirement or or choosing the right plan, her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on, makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click Self-Funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. Caring for People Services is a company who's compassionate about helping others. Um, we really want to make sure that everybody has a fulfilling life, no matter what stage of their life they're in. We have a really dedicated staff of caregivers. They go into people's homes and they provide all kinds of services, as basic as companionship, somebody who just needs a little bit of extra love and care. So they go into the homes and just depending on what that client needs, they're gonna make sure that they attend to those needs. We just really believe in the value of providing non-medical services to people in their homes. It gives people the independence and the confidence to live the way that they choose to live their life. If you or a loved one needs help, call Caring for People Services today at 402-334-6900 or visit us at caringforpeopleservices.com. Lack of transparency is a huge political advantage. And basically, you know, call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. Call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. But basically, that was really, really critical to get anything to pass. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290. For more or the latest news inside Washington on healthcare, visit the show's website, healthreformexplained.com. Now, here is your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome back to the show. Going through the top takeaways from the GOP health over, overhaul plan this week. Check out our online uh, presence on our podcasts on Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge on our, the E.D. Bellows website in their brand new newsroom, which has a lot of good information. And uh, we had an interesting uh, 
interesting week, Alan, to say right. the least. Oh, so let's uh, yes. kind of recap a little bit uh, what we've covered this week. We we talked about the the GOP plan and and some of the things. The most important thing listeners need to understand is a lot of the normal, uh, I guess the uh, what are now normal insurance market reforms, such as the pre-existing condition coverage ban- uh, clauses, the uh, lifetime limits. The ones that you hear people talking about in the news are in there, but they did get rid of some of the taxes, which yes. is going to raise some budget budgetary challenges. Yes, and um, they are getting panned by um, industry folks because of the Medicaid expansion and and, and changes uh, along the way. Oh, absolutely. Probably because they spend an awful lot of money and time to get involved or to get prepared for all of this. Right. Right. I totally agree. And so. We're we're just getting into the into the weeds, or as, as people call it, the sausage making. Nobody likes to see how sausage is made. Yeah, no, myself included. But yeah, same here. I do like it in my. I've been eating these uh, corn dog with the so, the pancake and and sausage. Those things. Oh just, yeah. You know, I don't want to see that stuff made. Yeah, I don't want to see any of that stuff it, made. Yeah. Eat it, and same with the the, the legislation. But President Obama, uh, or President Obama, not is uh, out of out of. Uh, the dialogue this law is his legacy but it's also potentially going to become part of president trump's legacy and he has been putting on the full core press even inviting members of congress to the bowling uh to bowling in the uh in the white house oh yeah i wonder if he uh wonder if he threw any strikes or or if uh or if this was a a gutter ball i don't know well, I think Paul Ryan threw a gutter ball this week with some of his Twitter comments. What do you think about his uh, PowerPoint presentation? That was I think that's going to probably be a Saturday Night Live skit. Oh, I guarantee I would be shocked if it wasn't a Saturday Night Live skit. So we'll have to share that at some point. But I think all in all, it's just the beginning of what is going to continue to be an ongoing process of reforming health care in this country and that's why we're so pleased and grateful to, that you take the time to listen to the show because our yes. mission is to keep you up to date keep you at least entertained a little bit because this can be a dry subject but i tell you this is something that's going to affect all of us and uh, we're just now beginning to see w- what could happen right it's going to affect everyone here and you know we've been on the air for you know a long time and we've our, our mission has never changed, and that is to provide you with all of the news and information that you need to know about what's going on so you can make the right decisions for yourself and your family and your business and health care. And yet again, you know, there is so much information out there. we got to be very picky and very choosy about what we bring, Sean, because I'm telling you, you could have a field day with everything that's out there. Yeah, especially with um, all of the uh, interest groups now getting involved, yes. native advertising sponsored content content that's out there that has an agenda. Right. Nothing like this uh, exists here. We try and just bring you the latest. Try and stay down the middle, best as we can. Sometimes we get a little fired up, but that's just because uh, we care. And so, Alan, any final thoughts before we say goodbye for the week? This next week is going to be very important because this bill is, I believe, at Ways and Means uh, this week. And so and the budget committee, and the budget too. committee, and so I'm telling you now, for all of you political nerds out there, watch C-SPAN because it's going to be a field day. I know I'll be watching C-SPAN Same here, and you can uh, follow my thoughts in real time at uh, at Sean M. McGuire. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, until next time, you have a great week and uh, stay informed. <laughs>